You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. I am a mindset coach and personal success strategist for heart-centered women. This podcast is your weekly resource to help you create a life and business that you are wildly in love with. So get cozy and let's dig into this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. For those of you who have been listening throughout the month of May, you will know that I have declared this the month of mastering your mindset. And today's episode is the third part in that series. If you haven't listened to the first two, you might want to go back and do that. Um, In the first one, we talked very much about why mindset's important and I shared three strategies that can help you create some shifts around the stories that you're telling yourself. And in last week's episode, we talked about creating a daily practice, creating a morning routine or practice that helped to support cultivating a really positive mindset for success. And in today's episode, I want to talk about resistance because it's a really big aspect of mindset work. And it's something that I think to some extent we all struggle with at some point or another. And that's because your consciousness is a really powerful tool. So if you don't believe that you can have the thing or do the thing that you desire, then it shows up as resistance. And despite all the things that you're doing to achieve your goal, you're going to struggle to get there. So it's really important that we learn to recognize when resistance is playing a part in our life and that we learn some tips and tools and strategies to help break it down so that we can move past it. And resistance tends to show up in lots of different disguises. So it shows up as fear, it shows up as doubt, anxiety, procrastination, self-sabotage, worry, distraction. Um, It may be that you tend to switch off or numb out from a situation or you escape or avoid a situation. It can show up as self-criticism and it can even show up as anger. So It's really important that we get a handle on how resistance shows up for us, what the cause of it is, and how we can move past it. And I'm going to give you a little personal experience here around resistance, because when I first set up my coaching business, I was so excited, I was so enthusiastic, I really believed in, you know, how powerful coaching was, and the message that I had to share, and how I could work with women to really help them create lives and businesses that they were wildly in love with. But every time, and I had a plan of action, actually, just go back a little bit, I had a really solid plan of action of all the things that I was going to do to help get my message out there, to help reach the people who um, needed me the most, and to connect with them. But every time I sat down to take an action in my business, I found myself resisting it. I found myself procrastinating. I found myself avoiding it. Um, So instead of writing a blog post or sending an email or asking someone if they wanted to jump on a discovery call, I would find myself cleaning the bathroom, doing the ironing, walking the dog for the third time in, you know, that day, whatever it was that I could find, which meant that I could avoid the stuff that I actually wanted to be doing. And so when I finally stopped to examine what it was that was going on for me, I discovered that my resistance was ultimately down to the fact that I didn't believe that I could really make my coaching business work. I was worried that, 
you know, nobody would sign up for my programs. I was worried that people might think my prices were too high. I was worried um, that, you know, if I got people on a discovery call, they would just say no. So I avoided taking any action that might lead to getting people on the discovery call because that seemed better than hearing that no. And I was actually relieved if someone didn't show up for a discovery call that we had booked. And this is crazy, right? I wanted more than anything to make my business work because I wanted to serve the people that needed my help the most. And yet here I was avoiding doing anything that I could to actually make that happen. And that's how resistance works. And, you know, for you, it could be that you really want to lose some weight or you want to get a bit healthier or you want to get a bit fitter. But instead of doing the things that you know are going to do that, so instead of getting up and going to the gym before you go to work, you know, you press snooze on the alarm six times or, you know, you tell yourself you'll do it tomorrow. You know, you'll eat better tomorrow. You'll, um, you know, you'll go to the gym tomorrow. So it's really useful to look at where in your life you're experiencing resistance. Where are you self-sabotaging with your thoughts and your behaviors? And then let's look at what we can do about it. So the first step in all of this is to get really honest with yourself. Okay. And this is maybe a slightly uncomfortable process, but as I am always saying to clients and to anyone that's known my work for a little while, the first step in most things is usually awareness. Okay. The first step in moving past any obstacle, any block, is awareness. So I want you to get really honest with yourself. I want you to ask yourself, what are those limiting thoughts? What are those beliefs? What are those patterns of behaviors that I'm currently holding on to that are standing in the way of the things that I desire? Okay, so where are you doing the um, avoidance or the escaping? Where are you procrastinating? Where are you letting anxiety take over? Where are you letting doubt or fear or worry take over, okay? Where are you doing that? And ask yourself, what is the story that I keep telling myself or other people that affirms the current position I'm in, okay? Because when you start to look at that narrative, when you start to look at that story, you will realize that the reason you are stuck and you're staying where you are is because of what you're telling yourself, okay? So for me, my narrative, my story in the example I gave you around my business was no one's going to want to pay me. No one's going to think that my work is valuable enough, okay? And so every time I avoided a discovery call or I did that, I was affirming that belief. I was feeding that fear. And fear and negative belief really breeds on itself so the more that you fuel that the more that you feed that the more stuck you become so the first step is to you know really ask yourself what am I holding on to here that's not serving me and what story do I keep telling myself okay what part of the equation am I participating in which is continuing to get me the same results And really, this is all about taking personal responsibility for the powerful creator that you are, because you are the conscious creator of your own life. No one can do this for you. It all comes down to you taking responsibility for what it is that you want and then standing up and owning what it is that you want. So that's the first step, getting really honest with yourself. The next step is to stop with the self judgment and we all do this all the time and it really is non-serving and we need to stop with the self 
judgment, okay? So I avoided those discovery calls because I judged that I wouldn't be able to do them effectively. I wouldn't be able to convey the value in my coaching packages, okay? I didn't think I was experienced enough. I didn't think I was confident enough, etc. I didn't even give myself a chance, okay? Because I was tied up in that self-judgment. And do you know what? When I started to get past that and I started to get on discovery calls and I started to have conversations with people, yeah, the first few didn't go so well because I was still learning. I was still finding my groove. And when I got into that groove and I realized that it wasn't about getting on the phone and trying to sell my coaching packages to people, it was getting on the phone and coaching them, showing them the value of this process that I absolutely you know, believe is so powerful, then everything shifted for me. And I connected with the right people. And I learned to love it when someone said no because it meant that they weren't the right person. They, they didn't need what I had to offer or certainly not right now. So stop with the self-judgment and give yourself a chance. Give yourself to, a chance to prove what you can do, to prove your potential. Then the next step is to change your expectation. Okay, Are you resisting stuff because your expected outcome seems too improbable? Is it too huge? Um, if that's the case, shift your expectations. So, you know, for me, instead of showing up and thinking, right, I have to, um, for every person that I have a discovery call with, I have to get them signed up onto my package. I shifted my expectation and I said, right, I'm going to get on this discovery call with this person and the outcome that I really want is that they have an amazing coaching experience. And I knew that I could deliver that because that's what I do. I'm an awesome coach, okay? And I get results for people. So I knew that when I got on the phone with them, I could give them an amazing coaching experience. And then anything after that wasn't for me to be able to control. So I shifted my expectation, okay? Aim a bit lower and then build your confidence up. So if, you know, for you it is that kind of losing weight or getting healthier thing and you think, you know, oh, I just don't want to go to the gym because, you know, it's going to be really hard work. I'm going to really struggle with it. Um, I'm never going to be able to work out for an hour. Shift your expectation. Make your expectation that you're going to go for 10 minutes. You're going to go and you're going to do your best for 10 minutes and then see what happens. Chances are you'll get to that 10 minute mark and you'll carry on for another 10 minutes. Okay. Shift your expectations. And the fourth step, the final step in all of this is to really break down what you need to do into tiny steps. And this kind of follows on very much from changing your expectation. Break down whatever the big thing is that you have to do into teeny tiny steps. And I mean the smallest possible steps that you can actually take. So to go back to that example of um, going to the gym and feeling resistance around that, how can you break that down into the tiniest little steps? What's the minimum first step that you could do? Well, it might be that the night before you go to bed, you get out your workout clothes. And then it could be that in the morning, Instead of, you know, getting up and kind of lounging around in your pajamas for a bit, you get up and you put on those workout clothes, okay, because you're in them then, so you've got no excuse for that. You then, you know, you go to the gym, do what you need to do, have a shower or whatever. Um, it's breaking it down into the tiniest little steps that can possibly work for you. So, you know, if you know that what you really want to do is put a blog post out there to share some of your wisdom and connect with your audience, but you're finding it really hard to write, break it down. Break it down into tiny little steps. So the first step could just be, you know, outlining the general plan of how you want that blog post to look. 
Okay, the next step could be choosing a title for it. The next step could be writing the first paragraph. You know, break it down. Don't just sit there and think, oh, God, I've got to knock out, you know, 500, 600 words right now. Break it down into tiny little steps. So those are the four steps, really, to helping you overcome resistance. The first is to get honest with yourself, to ask yourself, what's going on for you right now? What is this about? The second is to stop with the self-judgment, okay? Because it really is non-serving. It's completely unnecessary and unhelpful. The third step is to change your expectations. And then the fourth step is to break down what it is that you need to do into tiny little steps, okay? And one final thing I want to talk about before we finish up is how can you tell the difference between fear and resistance and your intuition? Because this is something I often get asked whenever I talk or teach about resistance. I always get asked, how can I tell if it's fear or resistance or if it's intuition telling me that it's not the right thing? And really, it all comes down to starting to understand and be aware of how fear plays out in your life and how your intuition plays out. And the first thing I'll say is that intuition is only focused on the present, okay? There's no worrying about the past. There's no worrying about the future. It's the present moment. So if you're finding yourself resisting doing something because you're worried about what may happen or how it may turn out, that's fear talking, not your intuition. And the second thing to notice is that when you listen to the inner dialogue and you listen to the language and the stories that are coming up for you, is do they sound quite neutral or are they really highly emotionally charged? So if there's lots of aggressive language, if there is um, lots of self-criticism involved, then that's fear talking. But if it's actually fairly neutral and it's fairly unemotional, then that's your intuition talking. Okay, so just a couple of points there to think about because it can be quite confusing um, because, you know, intuition and fear is something that we both, we feel them in our gut, okay? It's our gut feeling. Um, And we feel both of them like that. So it's important to identify whether it's um, kind of an emotionally charged negative response or whether it's actually quite a neutral response because then that is our intuition talking. Um, And obviously, it's then important to listen to that and to make decisions that are aligned with that. So that's it for today. I hope that um, this is useful to you. If you're finding yourself in a place of resistance, I hope that you will work through this process so that you can move forward. If you would like some further support, you will find a link somewhere wherever you're listening to this to um, the Heartled Life and Business Community over on Facebook. I would love to welcome you into the group and support you around this area further. And I will be back next week with the final episode, I believe, for the month of May, the final episode in the Mastering Your Mindset series. In the meantime, I would be so, 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 so grateful if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave a review for this podcast so that I can continue to get this message out there and reach as many people as possible. I am so grateful for all of you that are supporting this journey um, and I just want to keep showing up and continuing to deliver and continuing to bring you more great content. So that's it for this week. I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye for now. 
You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. If you would like further resources and some free gifts, then head over to gemmasands.co.uk. And please do join us after the show in the Heart-Led Life and Business community over on Facebook. Just search for us there and I look forward to welcoming you.